Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Just play Just the, don't tell down. anybody. That's yeah, the worst know. thing you can say to somebody is to calm down. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to And That's Why We're Not Together, starring David McSavage and Hannah Andrews with special guest, Granny, a.k.a. <laughs> Annette Andrews. <laughs> okay, and uh, my beautiful princes, Jack and Daniel. And we have an audience member, Sinead, my sister, Andrews. Uh, yes, uh, my uh, uh, yeah, granny, granny, mom, mom. You're, you're the special guest. In, and that's why we're not together. I think this we've done 11, 11 episodes, haven't we, Hannah? Yes, um, I'm not that sure. Hannah, where are you now? Are you here? Are you present? I am present. I'm Hannah, it's OK, mom. You. This is theatrical. You know, I'm not that actual angry with her. That's a I, lie. <laughs> Can you hear Jack, by the way? No, yeah, that's why she, yeah. she. That's why she should wear the headphones because she wouldn't be able to. See she it. won't hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear Jack? Hello. Do you want to? Do you want to wear headphones? Uh, yeah, I think Jack it's all about, is fired. I think Jack is fired because like the sound. Daniel wasn't is rehired. <laughs> momentary. Am I? Am I fired? Oh yeah. Well, no. Well, I'm, Hannah. Hannah's boyfriend. My boyfriend, no, we don't. It, it, we don't uh, objects, about my objects to the fact that she has a close relationship with her ex-husband. That's a disgrace. <laughs> well, well, what do you, what do you, what would you say to him, mom? I, I genuine, should, Hannah. Yes, Hannah. Well, this is my, mo- this is my mother. She can say whatever. He must she be wants. very unsure of himself. So, yes, oh. yes. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but a hundred percent, Hannah. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> This is definitely over. <laughs> no, it isn't definitely over. There's nothing unique or strange or weird about a man or a woman being possessive or jealous about someone in a relationship. And this guy has nothing to worry about. But he, we've we've known each other for, since 1991. I think it's crazy. Yes. Um, so, m- Mom, what time did you start working in RTE? Oh. 
Well, it was after I got married. Um, I, I really, it would have been in the, in the 60s. I couldn't put a date on it exactly. And there wouldn't, there wouldn't have been many uh, women working uh, as announcers, or would there? Ah, uh, there were, yes. Yeah. Yes, there were. It wasn't any, anything unusual. I, I, I don't know. I think I just saw an ad in the paper and applied. And but well, was, 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 was Dad's father not chairman of RTE at the time? No, he wasn't. That was later on. That okay, so that, that would have been insider trading then. If so, so yeah, well, no, that was... They called it nepotism. Nepotism. So it was totally on your merit. Totally. I mean, and, I was and, and, and totally you had, and, 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 and So did you go in and audition? Yep. Huh. And and what? Well, listen. You know, no. it's no. It's in other words, it's impressive. You know, I wonder how many people auditioned for that job. Yeah. I have no idea. You've no idea. But what was your what was your tr- like what what was your training? I mean, it's quite a thing to to look in an ad in the paper and think, well, I'll I'll go for that. Yeah. Well, I I don't know why it was it wasn't something I always wanted to do. I just saw it. I was looking for something to do. You know, um, since you know I was married, I hadn't a job. And uh, so, uh, did you tell dad that you were going to do oh, that? Of course I did, yeah. yeah. And were did he give you permission? <laughs> I didn't seek it. <laughs> <laughs> was David already being born or? 90, that would have been 66. Yeah. But I think I really <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. And where, who were the big star? Can you remember? Like, what can you remember about that time? Uh, who were the you, big stars? I was going to say, well... Gay Byrne in the radio, he was he was the guy. Uh, Brendan Balfe, um, Morris O'Doherty. Um, Morris O'Doherty. Yeah, remember him? No. no. Bridget Kilfeather. Their names you wouldn't yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. they were they were the people in there. Donald Dooling was the head of features, and he was the one who interviewed me. And then I was. And were there any sort of pervs walking around the corridors of RT feeling girls? <laughs> No, I'm afraid. You're afraid not. <laughs> and if it certainly didn't feel me up. You're, you're afraid not. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it was quite conservative. But so Gay Byrne was the big star. Yeah. Was he doing what? Ta- what year did the radio. late late show start? Oh, I don't know. Don't ask me dates. I don't know. And of course, uh, Ryan Turbridy is uh, still doing the Late Late Show. Yeah, yeah. I think it's way past its sell-by date, personally. Me, the Late yeah, Late Show. Yeah. I don't know why it's still running. That's what I think. Okay. <laughs> what uh, can I? Are, are we distracting you, Hannah? From no, because I wanted to find out when the, the Late Late Show started. Oh, so yeah. just just giving like a timeline. So because we are a little bit lost, were you born or you weren't born? You know, the late late started when it started. So how how long did? Because I heard a uh, documentary that you did in RT. I think Sinead might have. Uh, can you remember what it was called, Hannah Sinead? Um, it was. Co- there, it was for inter- the international year of the woman, and it was um, in oh, 1974. Yeah. Oh, so you were working quite a long time in RT then? I was like, I can't give you. I was quite a while, yes. At first, I was just doing announcing, yeah. and then I got quite friendly with Donico Dooling, and he was, in, and um, I, I decided to have a go at so putting together a program and submitting it, and they used it, and they did quite a few programs like that. Well, because the clip I listened to, I thought it was actually really well. Uh, presented. I mean, it stands the test of time. And uh, you, you interviewed me as well. I don't know how old I was. 
Oh, about seven or eight, I think. Yeah, and you and oh God, it was it was it was one of the. Did you hear that interview where I was saying women should be ironing and stuff and. They shouldn't. And, uh, yeah, yeah. They should knit your trousers. Oh, knit my trousers. Knitting. But why? Knitting. Why? Why knit trousers? Well, because I, I, no, I'm sure mom put me up to it. Yeah, but like <laughs> knitting trousers, I mean cardigans, yeah, shawls. Yeah. No, my team mom was interviewing me trousers. and laughing her head off. Uh, <laughs> well, about the knitting, I did. I, I did. I I interviewed other people as well, but I wanted one daft thing for the in this so oh right right i talked to you beforehand i said i'll be asking you about what women should be doing you know should they be knitting or whatever oh now, yeah yeah so, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah i, I planted a seed in your head oh yeah so that's well, kind that of that's, that's sort of ch a child abuse is it, <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, you know taking advantage of i could do much yeah. better with <laughs> child abuse than that as you <laughs> Well, speaking of child abuse, um, <laughs> no, this is a terrible segue. But my swim coach back in the day yeah. was none other than uh, the infamous George Gibney. Yeah, that's right. And um, like, I think from the age of eight or something, I would go uh, and um, train up in Glen Alban. Yeah. But but I, I, I liked it, obviously. You know, th this is the thing when abuse doesn't happen to someone they can't get their heads around it. But like people who are in the community, uh, the fact that they can do what they do, uh, they they um, they have to present themselves in a very normal, uh, conservative way. You know, they don't they don't advertise the fact that they are perverts. So n nobody you, you you never got a sense. No, uh, I, I, I liked George Gibney. He was he was, he was a very good coach, swing teacher. Yeah. I, I, I knew nothing whatsoever about what was happening. Or I don't know. So if people but don't if people don't know, uh, George, there was a big expose or, or documentary about George Gibney and it was re revealed that he was a serial. Can you is it rapist? Is that what we're talking about, Mom? I d well, I d it's uh, it's horrible. I don't know. What, I mean, Sinead, uh, yeah. Sinead saying yes. So, so that I and I think, Mom, I, I think what it is, it's so difficult for people like you, normal, well-adjusted, good people, to get their heads around mm. that people are, 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 they're monsters and they walk among us. Because the damage we they do is, you know, anyway. But also, I think especially that you went and you didn't get uh, abused and you had a good relationship. And then you can think how that person can be so good to some yeah. Well, I think so I think po I think possibly he, I was protected by the fact that m Dad was who he wa was. Maybe that he was a public figure, or maybe I was a big blabbermouth, or he couldn't. I'm not the type of kid he could groom. Well, you, you remember, but Barry was there too. Yeah. So I mean, um, if, if possibly Barry you could you been, could definitely groom Barry. Could, yes. I know. Stop no, it. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think he. Uh, he's he's, he's well groomed. That's <laughs> was true. it happening at that time or was it later? So we shouldn't even. You shouldn't be laughing about stuff like that. Um, I I I don't I don't know yeah, when it was. It was happening at that time. Yeah. So, mom, um, you know, nowadays there's much more awareness or uh, you know, about child abuse and stuff like that, and, um, and but almost to the point where it it's sad that we can't you know, leave our kids here or pick up other people's kids. But if this atmosphere protects even one child from abuse, then I suppose yeah, we, that's yeah, the price yeah, we pay. Yeah. But um, was there not, was there simply not, just people 
just didn't know about it or didn't understand it or was it was it ever in the conversation back no, in the 70s no no no, no. I, I i'm afraid i just was totally unaware of it you know you wouldn't in a million years think a priest they yeah. were such they had such a high standing yeah. in the community yeah. they were kind of like rock stars walking yeah. around the, the parish yeah. father o'reilly father yeah. father o'sullivan yeah. And in, you would just it did, you didn't think about those things. But and, I mean, George Gibney, in his own way, was a sort of a rock star. He was very popular. He was very good with children. I, I'm not saying that to yeah, be yeah. smart. Or no, I know, know, mom. Was, I know, I know. Uh, I totally understand what yeah. you were saying. And, and I was shocked when I heard about it. Of I was very disappointed yeah. to, to yeah. think that he would have been. It's shocking. It is shocking. But uh, I, I had. Um, I'm sure Sinead feels the same way. Like I, I had a, such a great, great childhood. Uh, growing up in Oakley Grove, which is in Blackrock. May, may I interrupt? Yes, Hannah. So no, you can't. <laughs> may I? <laughs> go on, go for it, Hannah. <laughs> I am the pilot what, of this plane, and I, you. Are, I must <laughs> say, okay, you're the pilot, but well, I'm co-pilot. Okay. I hope so. But anyway, uh, I remember I met you, and uh, what year? Um, 1991. Yes. Uh, and then you were telling a story about your childhood. And I never forget it because it was one of the most touching one because you were telling about your mom bringing you to swimming and then you always had a ball of conflicts. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they that's, were ready for you when you well, that, get out that, of that, that was that was mom pool. being so uh, care, caring and nurturing. So I, I'd, I'd go training and then mom would bring up a bowl of cornflakes in a Tupperware bowl. Because yeah. I love cornflakes. You know, you know this this story has spread. Has, has been overblown. It, it happened once. Yeah. <laughs> but Aned, but it's amazing that and, and he yeah, remembers yeah, well, yeah, it so well. But 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 it's, but, just, but it's, it's beautiful. Not, but but yeah, but it's mothers and do that. They look after their kids. We we looked after Jack and Daniel. We did. I know, but. Uh, Obviously, it was such a amazing experience for you. That, I'm sorry, you your know, mother obviously you never <laughs> brought you cornflakes. <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah. I had cornflakes when I was 18. It was the first time I had cornflakes. Yeah, yeah. And then because uh, Han Hannah said, "Is that true? You were about you didn't have oranges or mandarins or something when you were no, growing up? we didn't. We only had them uh, once a year during Christmas, and you would get your oranges under the Christmas tree as your present." Because it was a tough old time yeah, in under. Yeah, yeah. Just, just make sure mom's microphone is. Oh yeah, so I just. Got Are you okay, mom? Do you want some no, water or no, tea no, or anything? No, I'm, I'm absolutely fine. Um, so, uh, did you, did you, did you see yourself working, uh, more in RT? Did you want to work? Did you want to get have a career? In other words. Yes, well, I, I did quite a few different programs apart from the ordinary announcing. Uh, I was very interested in it and. Uh, I did actually then want to go on to television. Yeah. And um, I applied and went for an interview. And I, f I felt myself the interview went quite well. <laughs> at one stage, there was three guys interviewing me. And one stage, one of them said, could you look over at that door and smile? <laughs> I don't understand. Because he wanted to know, could I smile at random? At, 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 you know, oh, I see, I see. Door. So I looked over the door and I said, well, I can smile with you guys here. You yeah, know? yeah. So and I just felt the interview went well. Right. However, next thing, my father-in-law was appointed chairman of RTE. Todd Andrews. Todd Andrews. And of course, my husband was a TD. Oh, oh, it, it, and I thought, if I suddenly get an appointment, I mean, everybody that's right. knows yeah, yeah, yeah. a television announcer. Yeah. So I rang up 
to and to withdraw my name. Yeah. And the guy I was talking, he said, "But you're doing very well. What? What? what why are you withdrawing?" Oh, what a pity! And I said, "Well, I told him." Yeah. Oh, he said that's dreadful, but he he understood. You know, that was the end of that. That was. Yeah. So dad ruined <coughs> your career. <laughs> well, it wasn't his fault either, was it? <laughs> but yeah, and yeah. I'm just wondering, would you do you ever think how would have been oh, if yeah. you went for that job and if you, if got, you got that it. job? So yeah. who you might have been really famous person or <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes, I you life would have even been divorced your husband. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, actually, that that is, that is a good question. Do do you in quiet moments ever think? You know, the way our life paths go this way and that way. Do you ever think what would have happened if you had continued with or do you, I mean, do you ever think or do you just? No, I, I really don't because it, it's so pointless. You and know. at the time, were you but very disappointed? Or? I was very oh, yeah, disappointed. Yeah. And, uh, but there was nothing I could do about it. Um, I was a bit annoyed that David's father never spoke to me about it. And well, I, I remember the documentary um, about Ireland and Todd Andrews was yeah, there and he apparently what they said about him that he was a very good in executing difficult tasks. <laughs> so so he was the one so he was appointed the one who closed the uh, ro um, rail uh, line to then where was yeah, there's certain, there's certain and then yeah. and then I remember there were people picketing and it was there was Todd Andrews and swastika mm -hmm. on them. Oh, that yeah. That's quite yeah. shocking. Yeah. But it's true. And because he was like, if really, if he had to do something, he would do it without yeah. Uh, yeah. looking at yeah. any consequences or any emotions. Well, I, I assume there are certain types of personalities that you need in certain situations. Like certain people thrive in a war situation, but in day-to-day -day life, they'd be probably difficult to live with. But yeah, he was, uh, he was quite a tough... Uh, dude but like anyway um yeah so so you stopped and oh what what was it like how long did you work uh, in Aer Lingus um how, how long did I work and I'd say about four or five I, 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 I maybe five years I, and, I and what age do you remember what age you were when you started working in, in with Aer Lingus well about 20 why did you why did you decide like it's kind of is, uh, sorry yeah why did you decide to get a job or apply for a job with Aer Lingus um, well it seemed more I, up to then I'd had a job in an insurance office okay and that my father had set up for me where he just meets with some guy who was a, an inspector <laughs> in an insurance company and <laughs> there I was in an office and um, it didn't it didn't uh, excite me yeah so I was just lo uh, looking around for something different. And oh, your friend of mine, Mary O'Connor, herself and her friend, I can't remember her name now, um, they were applying and they said, Come on, we'll all yeah, apply we'll together. All, uh, yeah. But I didn't. I applied for ground hostess first. Yeah. And I got a very nice job in Grafton Street, the Aer Lingus office in Grafton Street, which I enjoyed just you you know, booking people and that yeah. sort of thing. And that was quite nice. But they, the girls hounded me till I went and applied for the air hostess and I got it, you know. But, you know, at that time, especially, air hostess was glamorous job, yeah. you know. It's just like... Were there lots of guys hitting on you back then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mom, there definitely were. 
when you were I if you were like walking around as an air hostess were they not like chatting you up and and uh, asking for your n- number i would like to see if they really be a bit what, more sexy jack? than now what jack what's that what's that jump in there jack what were you saying well you know you were saying you were working on grafton street yeah I remember you were telling me that you would uh, cycle in to uh, Grafton Street and this is how different th- it was before and now. Like yeah. You would just leave your bicycle yeah. unlocked on West, like Westmoreland Street, wasn't uh, it? Uh, well, that was the original job. Yeah, it was at Westmoreland Street. That's quite right, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, you'd leave it for the weekend unlocked yeah. in the yeah. city centre yeah. and you'd come back it's after the there, weekend yeah. it was still there. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, that's just true, yeah. You can leave your I, I won't say nobody ever stole a bicycle. I mean, sure, some did. Yeah. But it wasn't like now, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I never had a bicycle stolen. I had a bike all, all that time I was working in the office. I, well, I was yeah. cycling every uh, every day and they never was stolen. And, and so I wouldn't be careful, you know, believe me. Mm. Um, but uh, and what about, like, so you grew up in Bally James, Dolph, County Cavan. <laughs> now, how come your accent, did you actively change your accent when you started working for RTE? Or, or did no, you, or, no. or, 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 yeah. You, you see, you were the posh people in Ka- uh, Bally James stuff. Well, well we, my parents didn't have strong. Cam- uh, well, my my mother was from Dublin anyway. Oh right, right, right. And then uh, at eleven, I went to boarding school. Okay. And you know, I I ne- from eleven on, I never lived there. You know, so. Um, well, so uh, what's interesting about uh, Mom's dad, Paddy? He started a thing called the Frolics. Um, did he co- did he coin that name the Frolics? I mean, in that like there wasn't did, yes. Yes, right, right, yes. and so it was basically gathering together all the people with uh, you know who were good at singing and talent and yeah. and uh, acting and putting on a show once yeah. a year was it? Yeah, before that he 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 was very much into drama and you know plays and stuff, mm. and he did a play every year and there'd be maybe seven or eight people in it. My mother used to take part in it as well, and they'd go to drama festivals and that was. But then he thought. Uh, he'd give all the young people in the area who had absolutely nothing go- going mm. for them and there's only a handful of people in these plays so this is why he decided to have uh, a musical show you know with you know a lot of music and, and how sketches. long did the frolics last for? for all I know it's still going no what I mean is uh, would they put them on yeah. for a week? oh yes a week M- maybe longer you know yeah. Yeah. so as they say and I hate this phrase you know, I didn't get my, uh, you know, because I'm talented. <laughs> I didn't. Sure, you didn't lick it from a stone. <laughs> I can't stand that expression. Yeah. Because yeah. I just imagine somebody trying to get talent from a stone by licking it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally. You're not, you're not, you know, g- g- give me a stone so I can lick it stone. It's insane. I, I, somebody came up with that phrase once and thought he was so clever. Jack. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Jack, it's like this, look. <laughs> Look at look at look at it didn't fall from the tree. <laughs> you know somebody some happy dog going. Well, what he well he, well, he didn't look at from his own. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Does my head in? Are you finished? Um, no, I'm not finished. I I I've started. No, you used to boring men, uh, Mom. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I can't believe I'm, we're, we're having a roast battle. Oh, oh! <laughs> Jeez. It's, your, it's your turn now, Granny. You, turn. you have to slag David off. <laughs> yeah, you call me a bedwetter. Okay, I did. I wet my bed till God knows how how old. How long did I wet my bed for? Thirty six. <laughs> 
God, it was so horrible wetting a bed and you'd wake up and you wouldn't you'd wake up and you and you wouldn't move and you think have i wet the bed and then you'd move and oh shit i've wet the bed <laughs> and they put up they put up at one time there was a little card uh, oh yeah you know with days and the green days were the dry days <laughs> yes. and the red days were the red and and just and in the month oh, it was just all red 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 because i guess the, the the doctor was trying to yes shake me out of it well, have you got out of it now? <laughs> I, I haven't. <laughs> I, I was your favourite, wasn't I, Mum? No. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't have, I genuinely didn't have favourites. At certain times, one you'd be concerned about one child yeah, more yeah, than another. Yeah. And um, I, I, I felt I had a good relationship with you. I yeah, you, definitely. Yeah. No, I, I felt there were certain things you said to me when I was growing up. Um, and and it, I think for every mother or for for every uh, potential parent it's it's important to kind of lay a bit of groundwork or funda foundation you know and you, and and even if it if you didn't believe it i think at one time you sat me down and said i'm sure i know things are going to turn out right for you and you're going to do something and you're going to and um you know i obviously needed to hear that so it's yeah. it's it it gives people a found and kids w want to know that it's not that they're loved by their parents, but they're liked and the parents enjoy their company. And I felt you did enjoy my company, yeah. which was a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah you, you you were quite hilarious, you know, you were. But also uh, a pain in the hole. I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, you know, yeah, sorry. I mean, there was there's times that I would get worried if I saw a neighbor coming up the, the driveway. Yeah, because of the chances are it was to complain about silly things that you did. There was nothing serious. Yeah. I mean, one of the complaints was that you and a couple of pals found out the Christian names of all the mothers in the area and started saying, hello, Dora, hello, Mary. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite innocent. Yeah, seven or eight year olds, you know, they thought this was hilarious. <laughs> but I remember I, the thing that really put the fear of God into me was like, you know, you'd say something, your father will deal with you, right? <laughs> and then, so I'd be sitting in the front room and dad would pull up in his car and he'd wave, you know, in the, at the driveway. He'd be, he'd be waving. And then I'd be uh, with my little eight year old head thinking, you won't be waving at me now in about a minute. <laughs> and then you'd see mom going out and I couldn't hear what they're saying, but she was going. <laughs> and then you could see dad's expression changing into just like, oh, shit. <laughs> And then he'd, he he would he would uh, he'd take me to my room and put me over his knees and what spank me. <laughs> he was not spanking, did was he? He did that for you. He did, yes. He beat me with a stick. Ah, he didn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. But anyway. But this is the, the these this is uh, the the dynamics and I mean, did you uh, was was your dad uh, ever? like physical or violent or did he no no, no. yeah uh. Paddy pa Paddy was he, he see from everything you've said about him he seems like a very jovial yeah, he, kind of guy yeah. who just wants to who yeah. wants to have a bit of fun yeah he, he, he might have he, he might have slapped the boys in the legs or something at some stage because mm. it was very common then nobody was going around and looking no. their hands and heart and saying you know as long as you I mean, I, I never hit me or, or it yeah. seems that girls weren't, but he did. And I, I never remember thinking it was terrible. 
Um, and uh, so what was it like? Um, what, what, uh, yeah, what, what do you think nowadays, you know, like with all the progressive stuff and, and woke? Have, do you ever follow any of that stuff? Well, I'm aware of it rather than not actually follow, but yeah. we can't but be aware. Yeah. What do you think of that? Like, oh, you know, well, I don't know. I don't uh, Jack. Well, you got to ask something more specific. You know, okay, go on. You ask something more specific then. Well, I don't know. Um, what was it like when... when <laughs> Do you think kids should be spanked nowadays? No, I don't. <laughs> it's too late now for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was it like, um, uh, you know, Blackrock College? You know, I, I was always in trouble. Was that, was that a hassle for you? It was a bit. Yeah. It was a bit. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> it's a mildly. I used to dread parent-teacher meetings. Yeah. You know, because... Um, Oh, one one teacher said to me, "Have you any idea how difficult it is to conduct a class with your son?" Yeah, yeah. Mm. You 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 Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. You weren't very difficult. Oh, very, very difficult. Yeah, yeah. No, Do I, you I remember was, what you've done? No, like, I, I, was, you, like, I was so, I was so, I was so unaware. I, I was so uh, ADHD. But what were you doing? Just trying to get people to laugh all the time. I think Jack needs to share with us some funny uh, stories. There's a good point. Uh, do you think uh, David nowadays, if he was in school nowadays, do you think he'd be uh, diagnosed with ADHD? <laughs> I don't know, really. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have ADHD. Yeah, I've, I've I really don't know what it is. Yeah. I think it's uh, ADHD is a bit of a, you know, people are too quick to give, you know, Medicaid kids who are, you know. <laughs> but, well, you stop know, giving them sugar. No, but, you know, like kids fidget and uh, yeah. and some people say it's ADHD but a lot of a lot of kids fit they want to put labels on people yes. and, and yeah. nowadays I think you know and, and so mom so when you're in your quiet moments like what parts of your life you know you, you know the way it's strange that you know you just you might be half awake or half asleep and, and it just feels like your childhood was yesterday or something do you ever get those kind of thoughts yeah. or feelings like yeah, what, yes. what 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 do you remember what what good things come back to your um, I rem- what I remember we lived we lived in Ballinger, a small village. Uh, ev- there were seven of us in the family, and every Sunday we all sat at the dining room table, and it was a big deal, you know. Mm. And I, I I remember that, you know. Otherwise, we had food in the kitchen. My parents never ate the kitchen, 
But, um, and my mother always had, we don't use the word now, but maids. Yeah. She'd have two people living in the house doing most of the work, you know. Right. And they, my parents would be in the drawing room or in the dining room uh, and we would be knocking around the place trying to, <laughs> uh, to eventually when they had, I don't know, when the seventh child arrived, they'd built an extension to the house. So we had a children's room then. So so every Sunday. Oh, yeah. And that was that was everyone was like that. Every, every most families, they'd sit down and I have Sunday so, dinner. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And Christmas was a big time as well. I mean, because for the kids, obviously. Yeah. But like a lot, uh, it seemed to me because I, I remember seeing a lot of planning kind of went into you know, you'd have, you'd, ha you'd have, you know, you'd be doing this. You'd have little schedules written. Oh yeah, out. Be, there were various. You'd, you'd be given a duty. You could be in charge, in charge of washing up. Yeah. Or you could be in charge of clearing the table. Or you could be in yeah. charge of uh, checking the bed, making the beds, or whatever. Yeah. Everybody got a specific job. Right. And uh, we, we all got used to get annoyed. This is when we were adults. Yeah. And um, Andrew was newly married to Ursula, and he absolutely idolised Ursula. Mm -hmm. So Ursula, like everybody else, got a job. So next thing <laughs> we see Andrew doing both jobs. OK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus lovely. Christ. That's <laughs> yeah, well, that's something. I, I, I met Andrew and he was uh, he was still the end. He was so in love with her. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's um, very rare. Uh, and the, 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 also the family, uh, your family mom uh, was very musical. That's right. Yeah. I mean, uh, so y you had. Uh, you had like was it the Bowles that one of them was a conductor in the yeah well my my, my mother's elder brother Michael Bowles he um he was very musical he went into the army first and the army sent him to do a BMUS in college and he started conducting the army band okay and he was conducting the army number one band and uh, it was great and then he decided to put together an orchestra and he put together the first the beginning of the RT orchestra. That's interesting. Isn't and, it? Yeah. So he really he really had a big passion for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was who he was. And I idolized him. Absolutely. So it was part of my music thing, you know. And your brother Barry uh, was in a jazz band back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But when we all learned to play the piano, you know, and you play we ha we have a p uh, an electric piano here uh, maybe at the in in a few minutes you can just at the end of the thing you can play something for 30 seconds okay oh no <laughs> but 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 um so yeah so so Barry your brother was in a jazz band do you remember the name of the, the jazz band can't remember the name of no, the jazz band no no might come back to and you, Andrew uh, your L your yeah, I mean no, Barry he, was the eldest and then there's me and then Andrew he was um, Andrew what musical thing did he do he played piano but he played they both learned the traditional piano but they both went on to play jazz playing by ear what did what did Andrew do musically he put together a choir which was called the Evoca Singers the Evoca Singers yeah a very imaginative title because they were in Avoca and the people were singing. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, and uh, so, and, and um, oh, and of course, uh, your youngest brother, Paddy Cusack. Yes, of course. Uh, also known as Pete Briquette. Yeah. Joined the Boomtown Rats. Yeah. In, I think it was 1970. Well, he was part of the, the he, he was there from the beginning. He was friendly with, yeah. what's the guy? Um, Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was a bit horrified. Oh, yes, I remember he came to see me. My parents died and I myself and Barry were 
what's the word? We were in charge of the will. The, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, he came to Bar- Paddy came to see me one day. He was still in college, uh, looking for money to buy a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see no reason why I give him money yeah. to buy a guitar. Yeah. Um, so he went. So you to, didn't give him the money? No, I didn't. Jesus Andrew, Christ! Andrew, Andrew was the other. Um, well, I didn't think of the guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. Anyway, he went to Andrew, <laughs> and Andrew actually gave him the money from his own money, not out of the okay. state. So uh, Andrew is the hero here. Andrew is uh, the hero. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, your and Mary became a Mary, who's my godmother, was a uh, became a piano teacher. Yeah. Hmm. She, and she was she was married to Aidan Whelan, yeah. who uh, was the vet in Virginia. Yeah. And I used to go up there as a kid. I used to love hang, hanging out with uh, Aidan, and we we drive out to these isolated farms. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like so, as an eight, nine, ten year old, and you'd be driving up these boreens and somewhere in Cavan, and you know, and then there'd be a, there'd be a, a big farmer just standing there, and then. <laughs> The, the, me, me heifer's got red water. Me heifer's got red water. So in other words, there's sort of blood in the, the cow's urine or something. And then uh, Aiden would go out the back and inject something into the cow. I'll pay you, I'll pay you soon. You know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's quite a, it was quite, it's quite a tough old existence. These, these uh, farmers out yeah. the middle of nowhere. Oh yeah. Just yeah. L- looking at the rain hitting the ground. Mm. Do you know what I mean? With a couple of cattle, yes, and and the land wasn't great in Cavan, you know. So you, do you did you ever have a a, a an action? No, no. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. I'm sure I had. I would say I had when I went to boarding school first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but I never got teased about it or anything. But, but you, did did you love your childhood growing up in Valley James Duff? Good memories. Yeah, yeah, mm. great memories actually. Yeah. I mean, you were in those days. People have to be more careful now, but you just roamed. You know, yeah. you went off in the summer holidays. You went off in the morning. That's the sad yeah. thing, isn't it? Don't yeah. you think that we, yeah. we've we've lost a lot? Yeah. yeah. That you just you just you children just get fucked out in the day, and yeah. they they just wander back with a broken arm, yeah. and it's grand. And 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 other people, everybody looked after the children. Yeah. If you saw if you saw children doing something they shouldn't be doing, you tell them to stop. But you wouldn't be bringing them up to the parents. And right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yes, it but it's a, only really the last ten years or fifteen years, because even when I when I was a little kid, I I would go out to you know the park for the whole day and play football with my mates, and then come back and it'd be fine. I was a bad mother. <laughs> No, but it was like I, you know, I had a bunch of a bunch of. I don't of think any other kid water, was allowed Mom? to do that. Do you want water or anything? Uh, can we just do, so we have this part of the sh- the show uh, where we Jack do was just telling a story and you just cut him. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> what I was the story? You know, are you cold, Mom? Slightly. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm not glad. Glad. I'll just turn on the heat. Jesus Christ! I thought. I thought. What did you think about the whole um, pandemic? Did you, did you, how was it for you? It's, it's um, apart from not being able to go out, it really didn't bother me. I mean, I had spent most of my time playing the piano and I had more spare time to play the piano. So, I mean, really. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you really, that, that takes you, that, that, for some reason, that, that you're in a good place when you're playing piano. Yeah. What is explain to people, I guess, who 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 aren't into music, what it is about playing the piano or 
it would be very hard to explain it to people who, unless they actually liked music, you know. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. But, um, well, first of all, it's a challenge because I'm always learning new stuff. That's, I mean, that's not really, but, but uh, that, that's what keeps me at it. And um, I love music. And if I can play something really well, I, it gives me great pleasure. And I will work really hard. Mm. At it. <laughs> yeah, but it's about the only thing I work hard at uh, to get it right. And um, shh, can we just keep it down, please? Unbelievable, yeah, David. Just uh, you have to be gentle, especially around your mom and her. Yeah, just just gentle. You know, Anna, <laughs> could you step away <laughs> from the edge of the cliff? You know, <laughs> Anna. Well. And where did you meet? Uh, where did you meet Dad? Our father in my own apartment. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my why, why are you laughing, Hannah? Was like in your apartment. So he must have come to your apartment. Well, I'll explain now. Yeah, Hannah, you look at <laughs> Hannah, delighted, <laughs> that, getting shocking. all excited about the salacious details. Sorry, go on, Mum. I, my very good friend Mary O'Connor, who was then Mary Hayes, was staying with me, and she had. Um, and there, few, there, I, there was a lot of people around and the, the, a party sort of developed Yeah. and this guy came in your father and uh, he was very tall very handsome mm. and all that and uh, it, 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 this is a very strange story which I, I don't really expect people to believe but um, <laughs> I was talking to him for a while and we weren't dancing or we, anything like that we were just talking I don't know what we were talking about and he said to me, I'm going to marry you. Jesus. And I laughed. I said, <laughs> that was the end of it uh, and, and, uh, on that occasion. But um, it was weird. Yeah, Jesus. Was, Dad was, uh, he was quite a, well. And it was quite a while. I mean, maybe a week later, he rang me up and asked me out for a date. And uh, then we, the, the relationship developed. But his first whatever I mean, I was particularly good looking. Um, whatever it was uh, that he was looking for, or yeah. Mm. Anyway, also that I heard some similar story that some that probably is very rare that people see another person and they sort of know that they're that, gonna yeah, marry yeah, that person. Yeah. That yeah, I mean, I, I it's like a destiny. Yeah, but you, I don't think you've ever. I haven't heard that before. No, I didn't. I didn't ever say it. <laughs> You didn't. Why didn't you? Sorry, I'm la I'm laughing. I'm laughing at the fact that maybe um, because it's one of those things that seems kind of in inconsequential, but it's actually quite significant in a way. Yeah. Because I can't. It, Dad isn't. Doesn't seem. Uh, he. he it, it seems a bit out of character. I mean, although I don't know Dad in the just is is there oh, what is there. Great Milk. Thanks so much. Well, well no, that's very. Uh, have we got a, a coaster? Well, no, I don't you think don't. you really. You don't really need a poster with that. No, okay. you don't need a coaster. Okay, you, Jack. <laughs> Thank you, my prince. That's Prince Jack. Prince Jack, back to your soundboard, please, sir. Well, I hope you're recording it. <laughs> I do know. I love. I love uh, Jack and Daniel. Obviously, they know that. They know. I know that. They know that. I know that. They know that. But sometimes I don't care. <laughs> I don't oh, care, you know, big do, boy. Do, do you know, actually, Mama, I want to tell on. I want to go back to what you were saying, but I want to tell on Jack. Yesterday, me and Jack, uh, Hannah were calling Jack to make sure that he was here today. 
and he's working uh, for a delivery company. And then then he said to me, yeah, no, I have to work. You pro you wouldn't know what that's like. That's what Jack. But he but he had a very heavy. He put on when know, he gets just angry. Say it like he, gets, he says it. When he gets don't say well, it. Well, well, just hold on because yeah, wait, wait. you know you, Mom, you're, you're, he just, says, you're just you know he, he puts on a heavy. He's, you don't even know what his fucking Louis you. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Hannah, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. I was like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I was shocked, and I'm just like, where's that's my ridiculous. Jack? That's ridiculous. What? You can't you can't just say that not let me speak of it. Granny, granny, what do what do you think about that granny you know what you know what he's like granny you know yes. so are you shocked granny i no i think jack is perfect i know exactly i'm amazed certain. that you well would make up a story like that yeah. what were you going to say jack I well i don't know what it was. no but um yeah. yeah but you know basically <laughs> You, you you weren't uh, really uh, you and Hannah weren't very respectful of we were of, of my of of my work and stuff and okay. my you know and, and then you, you know I I lost my temper but I I Granny I followed the code of if you got nothing nice to say don't say anything at all <laughs> so I I hung up the phone and I said I'm not going to say anything anymore and, and I got myself off work and I came here today so you know. It depends if you're a results oriented person or you're just stuck in the past. You know? <laughs> Checkmate. Okay, um, but so so th that's quite interesting. So dad says that thing to you on on the first meeting. Yeah. I'm going to marry you. Oh, within within ten minutes. That you see, do you but know? I I'm, I'm, can I just say he I'm, wasn't even aware of that. Can you I? Know? Ju it just came to him that that thought and he expressed it yeah. no but you, he, I'm, he so, I'm like such an asshole maybe he said it for every girl he met I mean that's the possibility <laughs> well, well mom, just, just speaking so. to the microphone that's right mom. I was thinking <laughs> you know and I'm sure that's not the case even if it but you know maybe do you know what you have to do David right just go up to them and say <laughs> oh, I'm going to marry you they love that the girls you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I mean but no I, I don't think um, anyway but anyway, we stopped. He 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 would phone me. I was living with my brother at the time, and and there were no mobile phones back then. There was no zero eight seven numbers. You'd have to have a landline. We had a landline, which was quite unusual because it took about fifty years to get a landline, <laughs> didn't it? Ah uh, well, well anyway, I always had a phone, and uh, he when we started. He was he would phone me every often, but my brother Barry didn't like him. He didn't trust him. Yeah, right. And I think he just thought he was was going to go wrong yeah. for me, you know. Yeah. And he used to refer to him as the Deb's Delight. The Deb's Delight. <laughs> so he's a bit of eye candy. And where was, where, where was, uh, so where did you go out on, can you, re, can you remember your first date? I think we went to the Toby Jug pub. Is that still around? No. No. Yeah. Mm. And so from that um, Would you drink alcohol? Oh yes. What would you drink? Pints? I, lo I loved. I loved. Yeah. I know you don't. Yeah. I know yeah. you don't drink now, Mom. But I, I used to love it when, when I was young and you'd had a bit to drink. Oh. No, but it was very. It, it, it was very funny. You know what I mean? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I drank too much. Can you remember m m me being drunk, Jack or Daniel? Oh my Daniel? God! Go on, Hannah. Daniel. Uh, yeah, I remember you stumbling in one day, like <laughs> into Leeson Street, and uh, you're just like falling <laughs> over. Yeah, it was, you're pretty drunk. Why would you? Why would you wash 
our family's dirty linen in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Daniel, let's do uh, open the cage. All right. Okay. Are we good? I'm very excited about this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is part of the show. Daniel obsessed with uh, Nicolas Cage. Open the cage. Yeah, so this is some trivia that I know myself from my knowledge of Nicolas Cage. Um, <laughs> that uh, uh, he In 1990, he made a movie called Firebirds, Wings of the Apache, which is like a ripoff of Top Gun. Brilliant. And uh, it stars him, Tommy Lee Jones, and Sean Young. Okay. And I don't know if many people know about this film, but it's just like, a like you know, it's... It, it's it's a, it's, it's, a, it's Top a, Gun, but with Apache helicopters. So, okay. So like it's all the opening scenes are real corny. And is it worth having a look at? Well, it, for it's, the it's for the hilarity of it, because it's so it's, shit. Because it's, it's so bad. Like he, he's doing push-ups in the movie. Like he's for crazy for no reason. And like yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of like Top Gun, but it's just with helicopters. Yeah, with a helicopter, <laughs> and it's really bad. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Yeah. Um, a beautiful piece of trivia, Daniel. <laughs> uh, you've hit it's back at so the bad that we have to see it. It's so bad that we have to see it. Yeah. Back of the net. Uh, That's all you have to do. Okay, and now, Jack, conspiracy corner. Do you have anything? This is a conspiracy corner. Uh, there's a topic that is being debated now. Is um, I'm wondering your opinion on this, Granny. Uh, because we actually have a picture of you and Grandad uh, at the pyramids, you know. Yeah, where the, is the that? The pyramids of Giza in in uh, Egypt, and yeah. it's look, look. That was on our honeymoon, I think. And, and it's often debated. No one knows how the uh, pyramids were built. You know, they they didn't write it down. There's no historical evidence for it. There's and how old they are. There's certain well. there's certain theories that they built massive ramps. And they built uh, like kind of <laughs> scaffolding around the pyramids. But some people think that aliens built the pyramids. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here we go. So, 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 so Granny, do you think that aliens <laughs> built the pyramids? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you believe in uh, aliens? No. No. We, <laughs> but also we are the aliens. Look around the universe; nothing else around. Like we're no, looking. I'm, I'm asking a oh, question. Oh, you're asking Granny. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever, a Granny, a mom? Have you ever been? <laughs> have you ever been visited by aliens? Uh, there, there are stories <laughs> that we were being uh, abducted by aliens. Were you ever abducted by an alien? No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's apparently very traumatic. It's blasphemy to say that aliens are real. So. You know, there's, there's always been they used to talk about ghosts and Bally James stuff, and uh, you know, uh, there was a Presbyterian church. Uh, when we would go from our house to the village of Bally James stuff, we had to pass the Presbyterian church, and uh, at night time we used to be nervous, and we were ignorant enough to think that a Presbyterian church was more likely to produce a ghost than the Catholic church. Right. <laughs> And we would always go very quickly past it. You know, it was silly. I mean, absolute silly. But that's the way. And what about what well, actually? Sorry, mom. Interesting. You talk about the color and the atmosphere of Valley James stuff. And what, what were there funny characters? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but tell me about one or two of those funny characters. And then we. You know. People tend to have nicknames. 
and there was one particular guy known as Patsy on the beach. <laughs> Patsy and I, I always knew Patsy. I never knew. And one day I asked my father, was it? And he claimed to be, he was in the British Army and he was, he, he used to claim that he was the first man that landed on the beach. Of Normandy. That was his story of Normandy. So he was known ever after as Patsy on the beach. They had these complicated, another fellow was called Hand Me Down the Moon. What? The, hand Me Down the Moon. Hand Me Down the and Moon. And people would actually, I, I met Hand Me Down the Moon and Hand Me, no, hand me Down the Moon's father, you know, he would use the whole. And, 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 and where did that come from? He's very tall. <laughs> <laughs> What a cl- what a great description! Hand me down the fucking that is brilliant, isn't it, Daniel? You little, would you listen to that, Daniel? Hey, hey um, hand me down the moon. What about uh, Mary? My godmother was telling me about some guy. He'd be he'd he'd, he'd be a pervin on women. He'd just be you know in a bush, you know, playing with himself. Do you remember that guy? No. <laughs> No, I, I, I was never aware of any of that <laughs> growing up. I fortunate, yeah. I suppose, that I, I grew that up. You, that, I you si- that you sidestepped. Any, uh, I, 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 liked, uh, I liked, I have such uh, good memories uh, as a kid of Bally, James Duff, and your mom, yeah. Peggy. Yeah. And being in the kitchen and the postman delivering, like hand delivering. Well, you oh, know. Oh, yes, no, he came in he'd, 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 to the back door. He came into the back door. And there was a half door, is that right? There was a half? No, no there wasn't. No. But I remember Peggy, you know, saying to me, someday you're going to be taller. Someday you're going to be taller than me. And I remember looking looking up <laughs> and thinking, are you crazy? <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? The things mm. the things that stick out in your memory. Any uh, any do other? You, sorry. Do you remember the postman coming in? I have a particular memory. He'd come in <coughs> the back door and he'd have a pie. My father was a solicitor, so there was... The, stuff for the solicitor's office came and he would stand there and he'd give one envelope after the Patrick Cusick Patrick Cusick Patrick and he'd, re- he'd read them out yeah wow. well, well just the, 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 the addresses you know. and I remember that what was it was it uh, there was a guy I think he was related to you he had a van but he didn't have a, a seat on, on one side of the van so he had a cardboard box that you'd sit on mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if we want to talk about that guy he's a bit dodgy do you know who I'm talking about Postman Pat? No, no, th- there's another guy. Mom doesn't want to talk about that stuff. Mm. I, I don't know what you're talking about, to be honest. Yeah, you're trying to push a, an agenda here, David, I think. with. Uh, I'm just trying to hold up a mirror <laughs> to the reality of day-to-day life in Ireland, you know what I mean? And all the things that were in the, you know, ether, man. Do you know what I mean? We don't hold back on this show, I can tell you that much. So, but, but Mom, how long have you been married to Dad? Nearly 60 years. Incredible. So is that a diamond anniversary? So, and then after sixty, they don't have any names. You're supposed to be. Yeah, you're supposed to be. <laughs> so I was thinking, someone is married you're seventy. So That's right. It just doesn't go beyond it. It's just diamond dead. Um, do do you like like do you? You know the way people say life just whizzes whizzes by, or it's so fleeting. Do you have that sense uh, that l- l- life is? Oh well, yes. Um, it seems like only ourselves and Daddy Jim stuff, and 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 here I'm now, eighty three years old. You know, yeah. and uh, it's I feel the same person. I feel exactly the same person. Yeah. You know, and that's the strange thing. Obviously, um, you know. Uh, Do you think we're good with old people in Ireland? Good with old, you know. Do you think we're ageist? Do you think young people are ageist? 
I haven't had personal experience of, of ageism, you know, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm not out and about that much. I don't know. I've never, I've never felt in any way abused because of my age. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, can 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 we end, Mom, with yeah. uh, us bringing? There's a little electric piano here. We can just put it there. And only to play for 30 minutes, 30, 30 minutes, yeah, 30 minutes, 30, 30 seconds or something. Would that be OK? Can I just, Mom, th- thank you so much for coming and being involved in this episode of That's Why We're Not Together. You are a great mother to me, to Sinead, to all the children. And if it wasn't for you, I'd probably be, you know, lying down in a van by the river. So thank you for loving me and caring for me when I was a child. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And also... Uh, thank you to Hannah, my ex-wife, and my princes, Jack and Daniel. And Mom, would you like to play us out 30 seconds of something? Bring me back to my childhood. Thank you. Standing up, by the way. Do you, do you know how fucking difficult that is? Thank you. Yes. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. 
ACAST.com. <laughs>